welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. This is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart coach, and your host for our weekly podcast designed for God-centered entrepreneurs who seek to build a business that honors God and serves His people. Welcome back to the Hustle with Heart podcast. I'm so excited for this second episode because we're going to start right at the beginning with this episode and dig into who we are and whose we are as God-centered entrepreneurs. Now, you may remember, hopefully you listened to the first episode, um, my story, and that was the question, um, and not really the question, I would say the statement that my mentor made about where I was being in a really dark place in 2014 in my business. And she said, Aaron, I don't think you realize who you are and whose you are. And I believe that that was born out of my placing my identity in the savior of my business. And you remember I talked about my business was my idol. My business was my God. And so I had to find myself for so long, probably going back to childhood, by the accomplishments and the achievements that I had. So I'll give you just a short bit of background, and then I'm going to jump into some scripture. And I hope you have your pens ready, because I'm going to give you some scripture addresses, if you will, for you to go look these up on your own. So I grew up the oldest of four kids uh, to a single mom, amazingly strong woman, unfortunately, We lost my mom in 2003, and I had grown up very poor. Um, Food pantry, you know, growing up really just praying that I would have heat in the winter and AC in the summer, and that's all that I wanted. But knowing that I needed to get out of the situation I was in, and and for me, what, what that looked like to me was I needed to go to school and get a degree and get a job as quickly as I can and make as much money as possible. So you can imagine how achievement and money and all of that, I wrapped around my identity. So um, when I lost my job in 2012, obviously that was a big blow to my ego and my pride. And then seeing my business not moving forward when it when it had seemingly moved f- so forward so quickly and so easily prior to this discussion with my mentor, uh, I was really putting a lot of identity around whether or not I succeeded. And here's the thing, guys, is that whatever we build outside of God's will, we can only maintain by staying outside of His will. And so remember in my first podcast, I talked about God pruning away some of my business and that's exactly what he started to do, but he had to do that because I had built it outside of his will. And so in order for me to truly, truly move forward and build a God-centered business, you can probably hear my dog in the background. I'm telling you on these podcasts, I'm just going to get real with you guys. Um, He needed to strip that away. So you can imagine how having tied all of that up in my my identity up and all of that, that not having those things was a huge blow, right? And so when when she asked me that question or, or she made that statement, you don't know who you are or whose you are, it really stopped me in my tracks. And um, excuse me, I'm drinking my Arbonne Detox tea. Still working on this cold. Hopefully by the time you listen to this, actually the cold will be gone. And I stopped right there. And that's where she introduced me 
to the concept of giving my life over to Jesus who had died and given his life for me even before I was, you know, conceived because that is the good news of God's promise for us. So today I want to dig into who you are and whose you are as an entrepreneur, because I know because I've walked the path that you've walked in some way, shape, or form, we are, we are very similar, or you wouldn't be tuning in, that particularly as successful women, we tie our family progress, our children's accomplishments, our own accomplishments, etc., to our identities. And what I want to help you understand is that you don't have to do that. And as soon as you stop doing that and you tie your identity to Christ, that you will become so clear that you are enough. There's so much epidemic of not enoughness. And I'm not here to preach to you like like others that are out there to say, you are enough because you are. You are enough because you belong to the Lord. And so I want to go through some scripture. Um, And I have this on an index card that I keep in my Bible, all of these scriptures that I'm going to go through for you. And for my coaching clients, I do this with them in um, what I call the I am tool. So this is a tool that I give them to help guide them in going to scripture and discovering who they are that God says they are. So I want to start with, how do you even know that that's true? And the only way that you can know that that's true is to be in relationship with the Lord. Um, And a while ago, my friend Jessica, shout out Jessica, she knows who she is. Uh, Jessica Davis, um, she pointed out to me that in Psalm 1, verses 2 and 3, it talks about what happens when you are consistently in the Word. And so I want to just read these first three verses to you. Now, I I also want to give you a caveat, and that is any time that I present Scripture, first of all, this is not my interpretation of Scripture. Um, I'm taking it from the Word, and I use the Charles Stanley Life Principles Bible, the the New King James Version, um, and there's commentary in here, and I love that because that helps guide me to what the Scripture means. So I... I have really worked hard to learn not to take scripture out of context and not to put meaning around it that's not there. So anytime that I give you scripture, I don't want you to just look at that scripture and that verse. I want you to look at the verses before and after. Um, My friend Evelyn taught me that because you need to understand the context in which the scripture and the word is being shared. Secondly, my friend Sarah, shout out Sarah Nitro, um, really helped me understand that anytime we are in the Word, it is not about us seeking to find the passage that meets our life needs at that time. It's about us getting to know the Lord and know His character, which builds our trust and our faith in every situation and leads us to a closer relationship with Him. And I just want to say um, that the Bible is very clear that we don't have that relationship directly with our Father and Creator, except because Jesus died on the cross and and ripped that veil and in, in, in the temple, and it and it opened up our ability to have this relationship. Um, so you can't. So don't quote me. Look that up in the Bible. I'm always going to refer you back to that. 
Okay, so off my soapbox, Psalm 1 says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, the word, and in his law, the Lord's word, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that springs forth its fruit fruit in its season. That's important, in its season. Whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. So what does this mean? This means if we are consistently in the word, you don't have to be in it day and night, guys, but definitely sometime during the day, and, and I prefer to do it in the very early morning hours while it's still dark out and you meditate in it. And I'm going to tell you that there's a great meditation through the YouVersion Bible app um, from Encounter, and it gives you the Bible verse of the day, and then it gives you a meditation to go with it. And my friend Shannon, shout out Shannon Pash, um, shared that with me. But when you're in the Word consistently, and you meditate on that Word, you let that Word marinate in your mind and in your heart that you will be like a tree planted by the river of water that will bring forth fruit in your season. That's the season that God controls, not you. And your leaf shall not wither, and whatever you do will prosper. So this idea of who you are and whose you are starts with you being in the Word consistently. And I'm going to come back to that in future episodes, um, but I wanted to start there because I think that's so important. So who are you? What, who does the Bible, who does the Lord say that you are? And I know whether you're a man or a woman, you have many roles, parent, child, um, the role that you have at work, the role that you have in your business, if your business isn't the same as work. Um, the volunteering that you do, where, where you go to church, um, the coach of the baseball team, whatever. There are a lot of roles, but it starts with this foundation. And this is what the Bible says about us. Okay. So I'm going to start in Psalm and I'm going to go to Psalm 139, 14. And this is what it says. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. So number one, you are fearfully and wonderfully made and you are marvelous because you are God's work. You are his workmanship. And we're going to get to another passage that talks about that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go to Romans. You're going to hear me flipping the pages of my Bible because I'm reading this out to you as I go. And I want you to know that each week that I come to you, um, I do think about and, and pray over what, um, you know, where God wants to take me, but I'm, I'm really speaking over this with the Holy Spirit giving me guidance as we go. So, um, sometimes I may shift gears a little bit, but you're going to hear me with my, uh, flipping the pages of my Bible. All right. So there is a lot in Romans. So I'm going to start in Romans three and this is Romans three 24. And again, I want to remind you, read the verses before and after. All right. So Romans three 24 says being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So I just want to boil that down for you in another version. It says that we are justified and redeemed in Christ. So you are justified and redeemed 
in him. Now I'm going to go to Romans 8.37. Romans is so chock full of amazing wisdom. And 8.37 says, For I am persuaded, oh, I'm sorry, um, yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. We are more than conquerors. You are more than a conqueror. Do you hear me on the other side of this? You are more than a conqueror. So I have on my card, I am more than a conqueror through him who loved me. Now I'm going to go to Romans 12.2. And I'm going to be quoting Romans um, 12.2 later on in another episode. But this says, do not be conformed by this world to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So I say, I am transformed by the renewing of my mind. If you are in any business, getting a sip of tea, I am positive that you have been taught that you need to work on yourself more than your business, meaning personal development is key. What you're reading, what you're absorbing, what you're listening to. And it is my my prayer, but also my honor and my privilege if you would make this podcast part of your personal development. That's not an ego boost for me. It's simply giving God the glory to provide you another tool in your personal development toolbox. But here's the deal, guys. You have got to renew your mind. We're going to talk about mindset on a future episode and what the Bible says about mindset. But the bottom line is you can put that on your I am sheet. I am transformed by the renewing of my mind. I'm going to be uploading that I am tool to my website, Aaron Harrigan, excuse me, AaronHarrigan.com in the coming weeks. So you'll have it, but you can write these things down. So you are renewed, um, by the, by the, you are transformed by the renewing of your mind. I'm sorry. I'm going to go backwards in Romans because I missed this one, which is Romans 8, 17. And it says, um, let me back up 8, 6, 8, 16. The spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. So you are a child of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs and joint heirs with Christ if indeed we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. So guys, you are an heir of God. You are a joint heir of Christ. You're, you're like, you're like the sibling. You, if you were following Christ, guys, you are a child of God and you are an heir to the kingdom. Hello. How powerful is that? Okay. So I'm going to move ahead. And I'm going to go to, oh, I'll finish up with that. I am going to go to um, Galatians, sorry, Galatians, Ephesians. Where am I going first? I'm going to Galatians, all right, to the book of Galatians. Again, fighting my cold. And in the book of Galatians, where was I just looking at this? Hold on. Give me a minute. I just saw it. Here we go. Galatians 3, 26. And Galatians 3.26 says, let me get to it. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Whether you're a man or a woman, you are people of God through faith in Christ Jesus. So that's what I wrote down here. 
I wrote it as, I am the daughter of the king through faith in Christ Jesus. I am the daughter of the king. I am the daughter of the most high king. So guess what? You are too. And don't miss that. All right. Now we're going to go to Ephesians. Ephesians is one of my favorite books. Um, I'm going to give you a few things out of Ephesians, starting with Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11. And that says, In him we have attained an inheritance. There's the inheritance again. Being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. So I am predestined by God to obtain his inheritance. Predestined, guys. That's powerful. But I also want to encourage you, as you're reading Ephesians 1, if you go through, and I do believe my friend Sarah Nitro, shout out again, told me this. Go through Ephesians chapter 1, uh, 1 through 14. And everywhere that you see the word we, I want you to cross that out and write I. And anywhere that you see our, make it my. So here's what that sounds like. In him, I have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, that I, who first trusted in Christ, should be the praise of his glory. You see how powerful that is, you guys? I encourage you to do that. Mark off those we's and make them I. Okay, we're going to Ephesians 2.10, one of my favorite verses. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You guys, this is so powerful because it says two things. One is that you are his workmanship. You are his workmanship, guys. He crafted you. And he not only created us for good works to impact his kingdom, he predestined He prepared those works. He has a plan and a purpose and a pattern of success for each and every one of us that looks like no one else's. That is powerful. Okay, next up, I am going to Colossians. No, I'm going to Philippians. So much in Philippians. If you could see my Bible, you would see how much I have highlighted and outlined and underlined in Philippians. So Philippians 3.20 says, For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly await for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And here's what Charles Stanley says in his comment. As believers, sometimes the way the world functions may seem strange, even unconscionable. And often, we may be persecuted for our relationship with Jesus and the stand that we take for what is right. Guys, If you listen to my first podcast, you heard me talk about how as you stand boldly for Christ, that some people may may kind of think you're crazy or that you've hit this wall in your business that doesn't make sense. And it's because the world is pushing you one way, but God is saying, no, come this way. And, And that can feel like super uncomfortable. And you may have people that think you're crazy. So I invite those of you who don't have a relationship with Christ to tune in weekly. I, I want you to be here um, because I, there's so much that I, that I can share that God has called me to share. I, I hope it doesn't offend you, but I'm also not apologizing for standing in boldly that I'm building my business on the foundation of Christ. 
And maybe I'll be persecuted by you, but that's okay. Because in the end, Christ has already claimed my victory. Okay. The last place, (coughs) excuse me, that I want to go is 2 Timothy 1.7. 2 Timothy 1.7. And 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And that sound mind there means self-discipline. Now, I want to read you what Charles Stanley says. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and sound mind. Fear focuses our attention on ourselves and on things we do not need to consider. It fills our minds with hypothetical situations that all end in defeat and ruination. Eventually, it utterly consumes us. This is why we cannot shrink back in obeying God and using the gifts He has given us because He is ultimately in control of our futures, and we are never victims of our circumstances. We are overwhelmingly triumphant in Christ, and we must act like it. Guys, God made you to be doing what you're doing. And if you're feeling a little incongruent between what you're doing, what you feel like God's calling you to, I just want you to dig into that and get in the Word and meditate and journal on it. Or work with a coach like me, or maybe it's not me, to help you work through and understand where God is positioning your gifts to make an impact in the kingdom. So I want to close us out and simply say, I hope that all of these scriptures resonate with you on who you are and whose you are. I encourage you to put them on an index card where you can read them every single day. And I will post in the show notes of the podcast uh, what those scripture references are so that you have them. So I want to thank you for tuning in. A couple of calls of action that I have for you. Number one is I'm going to challenge you to get in the word every single day, even if it's for five minutes. And you know what, guys, if you are so stinking busy because you're running a business and taking care of family, et cetera, download the Bible app, download the audio version so you can have it read to you in the car, in the shower or whatever. Do whatever you can to spend that precious time with the Lord every day. Secondly, I want to really encourage you um, to write these things down so that you can see them every day. Um, And then if there's, of course, anyone you know that can benefit from this message, please feel free to share this podcast with them. So that's it for this week. I hope that you found value in this one. And um, I'll be back next week with episode three. And I do believe that episode three is going to be on mindset. Uh, But I'll be praying over that to see if that's what the Holy Spirit brings. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. If you're looking for a coach to help you pursue success God's way, or you want to connect with Erin, you can find her website at erinharrigan.com or connect with her on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart coach. Follow her on Instagram at Erin Harrigan Entrepreneur and help us spread the word about Success God's Way by sharing this podcast with your friends. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a weekly episode. 